welcome to Apocalypse, Mr. Mankind. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. Hey, sorry to spoil your little racket, pal, but this is Darkseid's Couch, and I'm Mike. This is James. I'm Shay. So uh, this week uh, we're doing, because we're weekly, so this week we're doing The Spirit, uh, the Master of Mystery, mm-hmm. with his blue outfit, punching the Mad Hatter, mm-hmm. or whatever. And we're still doing this over Zoom. We are. Because the world is still not restarted, to my understanding. Has anybody got a quarantine update? Uh, it's never going to go away, and this is the end of our society. Wow. I say, I got used to wearing a mask and gloves in public, like, surprisingly quickly. I oh, yeah, it's all those it's all those movies and comic books you uh, yeah. read and watched. Well, I was mumbling to myself. I was just snickering to myself, and nobody could see. And also, I'll say this: if you have a shitty bottom of the face, it's your heyday. Like this is this oh yeah is, yeah because if you're super out of you know like if you got like a weird chin or something, you can you have an excuse to cover it up. It's like when you're like really out of shape and you just don't go to the beach because you don't want to take your shirt off. But now it's like everybody is at the beach with their shirt on. And nobody oh, can tell yeah. that you have a stupid bottom of your face. Like nobody can see your stupid face gut or whatever you have going on. Or your poorly, put uh, your poorly chosen tattoo on your belly or something. Yeah. Ooh. Like the like name of the state you're from. I was about oh. to say, like, yeah, like, like a state name, <laughs> yeah. like Montana. It's all California. Right to get the shape. Somebody, yeah. no, no, no. The Maroon Five guy does have California across you know his what? goddamn abs. So I couldn't remember who he was, but I knew his image and that popped up in my mind. Yep, we, we oh. were thinking of the same thing, Mike. Oh I'm sure there's God. a lot of people with California tattoos. Well, I mean, sure. you know, Tiger That's King, like, right above his dick, it said property of Joe Exotic, so he had to go get that covered up. Are we still talking about Tiger King? Yeah, especially since a new episode's coming out. A new episode? It's over. Wasn't it over? No. Reunion special. No. No no, no thanks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. You got to deal with me talking about this at least another week. uh, James, I I can assure you there's a really good chance I'm never going to see it. Yeah, I I watched a little bit of it and I lost interest. Flagged. I flagged real hard. I think I like the legend of it that my imagination creates from the little pieces of information I get better. Yeah, I like the idea that he actually turned himself into a tiger gradually yeah, okay. all right that, that, that sounds like a, that sounds like a much better story to me um speaking of a better story yeah right we we're story doing here we're doing so supposedly one of the greatest characters by one of the greatest uh writers in comic book history the mm-hmm. spirit yes we got a request for the spirit actually and the spirit's a little tough to do because it, what most of it's most of its run was done in uh, strips, like collected strips. And so it's kind of hard to just find an issue. Um, And maybe this wasn't the best example, but it's sort of, you know, one of the things I like about the show is that it's, it's like digging in like a a quarter bin at a flea market. And yeah, you're going to get, you know, one of the greatest comic book creators ever, but he may not necessarily be on his game. It's a quarter. It could also be our, our collective ADD is just like, oh my God, I got to look through books now to find something. Yeah, that's good enough. Yeah, that works. <laughs> let's just, let's well, just yeah. do it. This, this one is, um, it's from 1963. It's the spirit number issue 11, but it's really just a collection of some reprinted strips from, I believe, 1946. The actual the artwork on the cover, if it looks familiar, uh, that's uh, Joe Simon doing the cover, who uh, co-created Captain America, and uh, yep, he's kind of doing is. the same Nazi punch. Oh, he, yeah, he, he is. He loves his he Nazi loves that punch. punch. And there's a turkey with a whole nine to a bag of money with a dollar sign on it. So and, uh, it's, it's not called a turkey. The, it looks like a turkey on the cover. It does. 
And uh, it's the case of the bulky buzzard. If it's a buzzard. Buzzard. <laughs> if I took one thing away from this, it's that the spirit hates birds. Yeah. Oh my does. gosh. He's, yeah. He just hates birds. That um, and and that birds are magical. <laughs> yes. I'm going to give a little backstory on this so we can explain because this is it's very kind of hard to historically understand you know the value of this because we're so far away from its its relevance. Um, although it's he's really, really just, he he looks like the blue hornet. Yeah, yeah, he's the blue hornet as opposed to the green hornet. Uh, first of all, I'm going to say thanks to comicbookplus.com because they host all these weird old public domain comics for free. And they're actually a big help when I put together the Golden Age female superhero episode. And I completely forgot to thank them in the show. I put it in the show notes, completely forgot to say anything about that. So sorry, comicbookplus.com. If you want to see all these old, weird, non-DC roots of a lot of the superhero stuff, it's all all, all up on there. And that's where I, I guess found we can this. put up a link. We can put up a link for folks. Yeah, I think I put, can, I put it in the yeah, show notes. And Thank I got you, Comic lot. Book Plus. Yep. I also got a lot from the um, 75 Years of DC Comics, The Art of Modern Mythmaking by Paul Levitz. It's currently weighing down my bookshelf because it's like 20 goddamn pounds, but there's a lot of Levitz. Cool you did a really good job pronouncing that. Paul Levitz. Levitz. Yeah, he was the Levitz. editor for DC for a long time. Like you refuse to let it uh, sit lazily in your yeah. mouth. It's a it's a bold, strong, powerful name. Yeah. You sharpen it down with your teeth and uh, then, then lay it out with your juicy tongue. Like a buzzard, Levitz. like a buzzard eating a <laughs> whatever buzzards eat, a bag of money. Um, they eat dead corpses. people, yeah, yeah, corpses. <laughs> Somebody's got to get rid of those corpses. Somebody hasn't seen Shay, the Jungle Book. Shay and I were like so like enthusiastic about buzzards eating dead humans. We're just oh, like, hell yeah, yeah, corpses, corpses. <laughs> With all the true crime shit that I'm into, hell yeah, let's see the buzzards go. You and every woman I've ever met. Yeah. So it's so sexist, but it's like, damn, what's what's up with you guys in true crime shows? It's Jeez, not sexist. Well, it's like saying, oh, well, all women like true true crime shows. That statement is very sexist. It's sexist, but it's it's. I'm not gonna say it's true, but it's real true. It's real close to true. It's true adjacent. A lot of women I know yeah. like them shows. They're good right. shows. Okay, I've never seen them. I have a weak stomach. Um, okay, so diving in is a little bit. Will Eisner, you might have also noticed, as I noticed, um, that Will Eisner's signature looks a hell of a lot like Walt Disney's signature. It does. Mm -hmm. I noticed. Always I, I and kept, forever. I, I kept thinking it was Walt Disney the entire no. time. I thought growing up that Will Eisner was like partnered with Walt Disney. He's Disney's brother. <laughs> well, that and Michael Eisner was the exactly. head of Disney for a while. <laughs> right. That's a, they're, they're triplets. So I thought it was all. Hang on. I'll bring this even further because, yeah, Will Eisner and, and Michael Eisner are not related in any way. However, Will Eisner and Jerry Iger had a studio together, Eisner and Iger Studios. Also, that Iger is not 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 related to the current Iger at Disney. So uh -huh. it's not the same Eisner, it's not the same Iger, it's not the same signature, it's all just a coincidence. And they all have stage names, and those aren't correct anyway. They're all Stan Lee. Yep, uh, that's right. That's right. Thank you, Jace, for bringing that up. They yep. are all Stan Lee. Everything all Stan Lee. Each of them stabbed the body so that everybody did it. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> wow, that was historical yeah, that was, as fuck. I, so I, Eisner, I just actually spoiled a book there, guys. Great. You're welcome. No. Not this book. Uh a, a book. So if you know where that what that corresponds to, I'm sorry. Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, okay. I was thinking of uh Caesar. Yeah. So uh Will Eisner popularized the term graphic novel in the late 70s with his uh book A Contract with God, one of the first graphic novels. He coined the term sequential art. Um, the highest comic book honor is the Eisner Awards, basically the Oscars of comic books. And basically everyone you've ever thought of uh, who's any good in comics is one, including like Alan Moore and Neil Gaiman mm -hmm. and one of my favorites, Paul Chadwick at Concrete. Um, so, is there any uh, undeserving folks? Let's take a look. You, say, you know what? I actually have it up. Uh, 
Do you? Oh man, what a terrible question! But I Garth, must know. Yeah, Garth Ennis. Uh, I love Garth Ennis. Don't say I like him. Enos and, I know. I'm just going down the list. Um, I mean, there's a lot, and some of it are like inkers and and pencilers, and um, nobody knows uh, who they are. <laughs> Gene Lu Yang for Avatar: The Last Airbender. I mean. That could be great. You don't know. It could be. It could be. Uh, Joe Hill, uh, Stephen King's kid, Joe Hill. He does uh, art? Brubaker. Oh, no, he's a writer. I mean, it's not just artists. It's it's the, the Eisners are all encompassing for writers, artists. Oh, I thought uh, we were just focusing on artists, though. Okay. Nope. It's for everything. Um, I just want to know if there's any hacks who like wiggle uh, their way through. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Jill, Jill Thompson, Alex Ross. Like, these well, are Jill heavy hitters. Yeah, right. they fucking earned it. Um, Maybe Big Hollywood hasn't corrupted it like everything else. No, yeah, they haven't gotten down to it. I mean, Tom King won, and people are very divisive about Tom King. But uh, I don't know who he is. Oh, Uh, man. So, fun fact, because you said about sequential, right? Sequential Mm -hmm. art? Sequential art. Yeah. Uh, Originally, there wasn't the term serial killers, and so they would call them sequential (laughs) killers. Uh, then they found one eating cereal, and then that was the end of the day. I was like, oh, I guess they're all serial killers. No, I'm actually listening to the book by the guy that coined the term, so I can fill you guys in next time. Dark Side's Couch turned into a true crime podcast, so gradually I hardly even noticed. <laughs> well, I mean, this we, is, we're, we're doing a crime book. It's too bad it wasn't it hardcore is. pornography. Oh. Uh, so really, he was in the 40s and 50s and beyond, but in the 40s, he was kind of the only guy really treating comic books as an art form, trying to treat them literally, trying to make use of the panel construction and everything like that. And the, the spirit was sort of his biggest, uh, most well-known creation. Basically, does anybody know the background of the spirit? Anybody know where he comes from? Uh, he's the Blue Hornet. He's basically the Blue Hornet. No, he he was believed dead. Dead. But, I was about uh, to say he's dead, and then he came back, but death came is back. chasing he, him because she's in love. Well, that's really not true. is that the plot of this? Is no, like death he, is in love with the spirit. No, that's Thanos. Oh right, you're right, you're right. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, he does. He is believed dead, but the spirit didn't die. Um, and so he actually decided to make, make, basically make his own bat cave, his spirit cave, underneath the cemetery that he was buried in. He did not tell anybody except like the police commissioner that he was alive, though. He just decided he'll just be the spirit. Mm-hmm. And so that was outside idea. the law. Yep. And did he take uh, revenge on those who wronged him. Well, the, what I, one thing I like about the spirit, and we'll see in here uh, multiple times, is uh, spirit gets his ass kicked a lot. Right, he's but just he also he also punches old men so hard they go flying across the room. He does, at least on the cover, he does. Nazi punch. Yeah. He, get, he gets beat up a lot, and that's that's a recurring thing. So there's a lot of stuff in here that, like, if you read a bunch of spirit comic books, you'd see the recurring themes, but just reading it once, you don't realize that, like, oh, no, he gets he gets his ass kicked all the time. The guy, uh, the guy yeah. has a cane, and yep. he's just flying through the air. <laughs> I also, I like to believe that he, uh, he attacks a bird in every spirit comic book, and they mm-hmm. never mention it. And the flying old man body is about to yeah. land on the bird. Like, the bird wouldn't weigh enough to be able to fly up in the air with a bag of money. He's got hollow bird bones. Yeah, no, that does, no that's not how that works. That's why you... Ugh, ugh, the physics. Uh, let's see. Anything else I want to add before we kind of get into this? Hey, there's some rampant-ass racism. Is well, there, there is book? and there isn't. Uh, I didn't we'll, notice we'll get any. to that as we go. I assume you're I'm talking just about... saying, here's your heads up because there's going to be a point in here where we am all I... disagree about something that am is so, racist. Am I so privileged and white that I don't notice when I, racism's happening before my eyes? I think she may be. Uh... We'll see. <laughs> no, because, well, I think what she is mainly referring to is uh, the spirit sidekick, Ebony White. 
who is white? I don't know. No, because he's a, a a black child in blackface, and uh, it looks grotesque. It's bad. Oh, we'll and just wait till we I get how he talks. I didn't even he does notice any of that. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, and <laughs> has anyone checked your privilege today? No, there is another character too that because it's there post is, World War II, right? It's a nice little Asian character. But but here's the thing that's worth noting is that their depictions are bad. Like they they look they look bad. But it was one of the first comic books that included a African-American sidekick, I'm sure. Well, it was, but also what's notable is that he's not I mean, his speech can be a little off and everything, but he's not. They actually treated Ebony White like a competent assistant. Like he was a kid. Yeah, but he was actually a competent. He wasn't treated like a lesser person, uh, except in the horrible, horrible visual depiction. He looks terrible visually. But if this like publisher made him change it, like he looked normal, they're like, make him look more racist. Also, Eisner didn't want to give him the uh, the face mask. He was just a dude like he just wanted to tell different kinds of stories. And so he had this dude in a in a. Uh, trench coat. His name is uh, Denny Colt, by the way. Great name. Ooh. And uh, they uh, solicited him to do a uh, a strip, and they said, "Do you got any sort of like superhero characters?" So he reluctantly threw a uh, a domino mask on this guy, and that's why you see in a lot of panels you can't really see the domino mask. So it's just you know, it, it, it's in his mind the spirit didn't even really have a mask. He just threw it on to get this thing published. When did he die? Two thousand five, I believe. Did he? Oh, did he miss that movie or not? Oh yeah, he missed the movie. Thank oh, God. He didn't have to see that. Huh. Just cut all the scenes together where Samuel Jackson talks about eggs for some goddamn reason. But the octopus is not in this issue. No, the octopus is not in here. Instead, it's, it's a guy I kind of really like named Mr. Carrion. But we'll get to yeah. that in a moment. Yeah. Um, get it? Got like some the great bird. Ads. Here's some ads for uh, don't let them call you skinny. Get fat as shit. No, that's not what it says. <laughs> Fuck you, ad. <laughs> no, it's like a weird like like girls like padding outfit to make them look thick it's like reverse spanks look how cyclical that is for a while there like the stereotype of what men wanted was like a super skinny lady now we're back to like what we wanted in the 50s just this healthy thick person that you can that like can sit on your face is that what we want i don't know i mean that's what you see now everyone's in the gym doing heavy squats to get big thick butts really oh huh. yeah it's all about the butts now ain't nobody in the gym right now but okay well you know yeah they're at home doing their home squats cool. all right okay. well fuck everybody <laughs> all right she's a tiny person she's a, a tiny, tiny person. person you should buy that padded outfit then from that ad. it's not a padded <laughs> outfit. i'm sure they're still in business <laughs> it's only like three dollars it's supposed to be like a protein <laughs> shake <laughs> it wasn't maybe i didn't even read the ad at all no you <laughs> didn't i just saw this lady it looks like she's wearing this padded outfit no uh, I thought she was wearing like a body, like she was like a super skinny girl, and she was just wearing a bodysuit to look bigger, <laughs> like a muscle suit, like you'd see on sitcoms in the nineties. I just, I like didn't when Screech would have a There's six a pack. doctor who invented the bodysuits talking. It's totally cool to wear. This <laughs> he's he's, he's holding he's holding a beaker up. You're right. All right. It, does, it does say gain gain weight. It does say that. Okay. Wow. Okay. I totally. <laughs> So we're going to start with our first comic here. Our first issue, our first story uh, is a spirit comic. There's a couple yeah, of I don't know if we're going to talk about the non-spirit comics or not. I'll leave that up to Luke. I don't want to. There's group. a sign that says that says Walt Disney right there. Yep. So we know he made it. Like, so it's even written like it says Walt Disney. Well, that's, yeah, that's that's his signature. And it was no, very similar. No, I mean, similar. like, the way the, the, the paper is kind of folded, like, it looks kind of distorted enough where the bottom part could say Disney. Yeah, I see that. So in the picture, uh, one, one thing that they always did that I thought was really cool 
is that the the title sequence uh the name the spirit would be spelled out in something relevant to the book so they're like in this this instance we have a bunch of ripped up pieces of paper floating around that spell out the spirit yeah and some of the other ones that are really cool i actually have them right here you should be able to see them like uh -huh. this one where he's uh it's like these bricks there's ones where like you know large buildings the side of the building spells out the spirits there's here's one of my favorite ones where he's knocking uh criminals and ne'er-do-wells through the letters of the spirits so anyway so in this time it's a little less inspired but it is pretty cool the the, the spirits name is floating around on a bunch of pieces of paper so the first story is called the man who killed the spirits so which is a lot of people. story ever <laughs> which is the, which is yeah. a lot of people apparently since well, he's already the spirit he gets beat up a lot He's not great at this, which no, is what I kind of all. enjoy. He's not perfect. This uh, opening uh, page, right? And it, mm -hmm. it, it's the a group of like ne'er do wells on like a like a like a trolley, like a mm -hmm. like a like an electric track, and yeah. they're in this dumpy part of town that looks like it's falling apart. And I'm just like, you know what? Uh, I live in Chicago, and it is still West like side. that. West Side yep. Chicago, yeah. That's just the that's just the uh, pink line right there. Yeah, it's that's, that's all that is. Yeah, nothing. Like, it's been like a hundred years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like nothing's gotten better. They're gonna, they're gonna clean it up. Don't worry. <laughs> they're gonna come around soon. <laughs> Will Eisner's writing this, going one day things will be good. Maybe things will improve in a hundred years. When people look back on this comic, they'll know the hardships we had. And we're like, well, yeah. now that everything's quiet, like this is a great time to go out there and fix that stuff. I actually read an article that. Um, because like the world is so much quieter right now because of so much less noise and traffic because of the quarantine that seismologists are actually able to get way more accurate reading on things like tiny quakes like the little quakes that they couldn't I see read that too yeah, yeah that's pretty interesting then all the air is getting cleaned up like photos of la is crazy yeah i don't know how what happened well no one's going outside and driving so the, all oh. that smog from the traffic of la is gone and they're not producing, you know, the, the plants aren't really producing much right now, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see if that's actually a significant change or not. But anyway, so we've got these ne'er-do-wells. I think we've decided that's what they're called. Yeah, they are. Look at them. They're, they're up to no good. They're riding the train late at night. They're homeless. They, they're not supporting so, the monetary system. How dare no. they? Takers, not makers. That's right. And uh, so we got this guy and he's reading a newspaper that says the spirit murdered and body is missing. And then right next to him. Because it's a day that ends in Y. Right. And right next to him is what looks to be the spirit's body. We can't see his face, but we see his coat and his hat and his gloves. And it's just kind of limply tipping along. Yeah, he has a very distinct outfit. He's like yes. a he's like a drunk that's just like laying on everybody. And so now uh, the, the the guy reading the uh, papers freaking out uh, because he, he he believes that this, he's sitting next to the spirit or the remains of the spirit, and now he's freaking out. But nobody on the car is responding to him. Well, he also is sitting next to somebody that's evil. Like he's he's stuck yes. between he he's a bad guy, but he's stuck between somebody who's more evil or the spirit. And he'll also yeah. gladly pay you tomorrow for a hamburger today. <laughs> Bravo, good joke. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And they keep they're kind of telling the story in reverse. He's like, you don't know what's going on. It's kind of spooky. So then we see that the the dude reading the paper. He turns to the guy next to him and finds out it's Bottles McTop. You know, Bottles McTop. That's like a name Joe Biden would give someone from his childhood. <laughs> Call him Bottles. <laughs> Yeah, but he thinks that's his like his birth name. He's <laughs> like, hey, you know, Bottles. So so Bottles isn't responding. So uh, our dude goes to another guy on the train, and he's like, hey man, uh, maybe you're a police officer or a coroner or whatever. Uh, why don't you why don't you rescue me? There's Bottles McTop. You can arrest him. You know, everybody knows Bottles McTop. He needs to stop yelling out this guy's name out loud if he's so scared yeah. of him. Turns out that the other guy on the card is Killer Conch. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's another bad guy. And he looks dead. I <laughs> love that B movie. Just a, a drunken dude with a with a pork pie hat and he's mm-hmm. and he looks dead. He's and like so missing like, teeth, and he's got dead eyes and his mouth is just gaped open. It's like, oh my god. Great. It's a dead body. I mean, it's this good This is art. why you carry pepper spray. Uh, and so uh, so our dude uh, freaks out and he decides to start confessing what would happen. And it turns out uh, he was a bank manager or a head teller at a bank. And he got wind that this gang was going to uh, rob the bank. So he decided, oh, what I'll do is I'll just be a total piece of shit. I'll sneak out $100,000 for myself, go hide it somewhere, and then call the spirit and the police and tell them to come, you know, arrest them when they, they go to rob the bank. They'll, they'll arrest the dudes and, and I'll just have this other 100000 which is a good con. I think now that's I think that's I think that's legal now. I think they yeah, changed, you can do that. I think they changed the rules, or that's now no longer a crime. <laughs> what is crime really? Yeah. Right. What is crime really? You can't like own money, man. It's just yeah. it's just numbers. It's not even real. Yeah. Like it's all of us. <laughs> I mean, it belongs not, to all of us, man. That's not wrong. Like we, so, you can put a hippie voice on it. Doesn't mean it's money, not. Not correct. Money isn't even real. Like it's not. You, the money is only worth what you think it's worth. Yes. See, when you put it in that voice, it sounds condescending. But like, like those are those are true. Like those. I mean, the I got gold all these... standard is outdated. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, well, these it, Trump bucks are piling up over here. Well, we haven't used the gold standard since like 1975. It was the only financial thing I could think of. <laughs> oh no, the, Nixon got rid of that. <laughs> got no Alan Greenspan jokes. <laughs> Who's he what now? And so uh, it turns out a dude's name is Crawley and the spirit figured this out and met him at his house and tried to look super badass and intimidating before getting shot in the back. Right in the back. Look how handsome he is. How do people not know who that is? They're like, hey, look at that guy. Because they think he's dead. Right. But but the newspaper knows who he is. And like, apparently they're keeping tabs on him. So it's like, look at his mask. His domino yeah, mask ain't, nice ain't domino hide mask. nobody. Well, you know, he's wearing a, a tie. You never see somebody like <laughs> never wear a tie. And then you you see him wearing a tie and they look like a totally different person all of a sudden. So what does he do when he wants to like not be the spirit? He's always the spirit. Ugh. He's, he's only Clark ever Kenting the spirit. It. Yeah, but Clark Kent yeah. gets to be Clark Kent and go around and like yeah. go to the bathroom and stuff. This guy can't Impregnate do nothing. the population. Maybe oh, yeah. He's yeah. on a fake right. mustache. Right. No, he puts <laughs> on. See, that's the Black Canary thing where she has to wear a wig when she's in her day-to-day life and she has to take yeah. it off when she wants to be Black Canary. It's like, dude. Actually, at the beginning of Birds of Prey, they fix that. And so she starts dyeing her hair blonde. That's when she goes from wig to actually good for doing her. it. Taking charge of her life. That's a lot of work. Dyeing your hair is a lot of work, yeah. <laughs> so the guy confesses what's up and he decides, well, I'm just going to shoot all these drunks on the on the train. And he, and he pulls out a pistol and just starts blowing people away. And then we find out that the spirit's clothing... Uh, wasn't the spirit at all? No, like the it was like clothing a, that was on the train. It was an acme dummy, and it looks like the guy in the bottom right corner just did a huge line of cocaine, and he feels great. Yeah, that, I think that's uh, that's uh, Conch Crang. <laughs> Crang, it's Krang from the Krang. Ninja Turtles. It's Krang. 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 Yeah. It's Crankshaft <laughs> from the Sunday Funnies. It's Kronk. Uh, Kronk. I'm pretty sure killer it was Kronk. Killer, killer Kronk. Yeah. So this guy on the on the train here who the who were following the story, right, for what he did, he acts more like a just a schizophrenic on a train freaking out about nothing. Yeah. Well, because yeah. he's not a crim- he's not a career criminal. He saw an opportunity. It's like no. people who bought a bunch of cannabis stocks, you know, like me. And they thought they were gonna get rich, and the whole thing crashed, and now they're out ten thousand dollars. Oh, 
Oh, you know what's funny? Every time I think it's a good idea to invest, or my dad tells me, my dad told me to, right before all this happened, he's like, "You should take a, like half your money and invest it in the stock market." And I go, "No, that's not a good idea. I'm not going to do that." And then, oh, then, had you done it a couple of weeks ago, you would be flying high right now. Really? You think? I, Why is that? Absolutely, because they crashed thirty, forty percent, and then most of it came back. I mean, it's artificially propped up, but I re- I checked my retirement account today, and I've lost everything I earned in the past two years. <sighs> Yeah, everybody's, but it's, but now is what, well, a couple weeks ago was a great time to buy in. So people were buying like crazy because it's discounted and like those stocks ain't going away. Nike ain't going away. Everybody. You're buying all that stuff at a discount. You hold it for six months and you sell it and you have a nice little profit. Fractional reserve banking is a Ponzi scheme. That's how I feel about it. That's why I don't invest. That's why I don't want to play. I don't want to play this game. It's not fun. People are dying. No, what am I? (laughs) Because, because, right, you know what I mean, right? Come on now. So the dude uh, has confessed his crimes, and it turns out that the operator of the train was the spirit the whole time. The whole time, that was his, that was actually his job. Yeah, that's what he does. Like he just shows up and takes over for a well, while. He's got. He had to go do his shift, and it just worked out. The guy he was trying to trick was right. happened to get on. He's like, he's got no friends. He's got no you know life to keep together. He's got to make know, a living. He's got some extra time. You yeah, know, so he, he has all this extra time, and he's like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get a train, fill it with dead people, in order to catch this yeah. one guy. He's very elaborate. I actually do have a note about that. Um, so he actually makes his money. Uh, he, he's a lot of this is funded by an inheritance from his father, Denny Colt Sr. Huff. But he also he also accepts rewards for capturing villains. Oh, he's like a bounty right. hunter. Yeah, he's uh, a little bit of a bounty hunter. He's oh. a little bit of like dog. Okay. I mean, as long as he's not asking for it, that's okay. fine. Okay. Yeah, it's just, fine. just just got more interesting to me. I'm like, wow, he's really? A, that's unique. You don't hear about. I made a note of that. You yeah. normally don't hear that. Like it's like Batman no. taking a reward for bringing every time he brings in the joker he's like you guys owe me a million dollars the spirit is more or it's or it's portrayed as being terrible like with um booster gold so our next comic is uh, a Jonesy by Dib. Yes. Are we going to go through this real quick? This is a non-Eisner uh, book. I read, I read it all too. <laughs> it looked like Blondie. So, so this is a, a quick little one-pager called Jonesy. Uh, it's Misogynist Jones is his name. <laughs> yeah. The only credit I can find is a guy named Bernard Dibble. Yeah, uh, and that's what it is. Okay, yeah. so this is a short. Bernard Dibble is real, this. by the way. That can't be real. No, it's Stanley. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so uh, this guy, uh, misogynist Jones, uh, he's really pissed off because a girl that he goes to school with uh, doesn't care about science. Yeah, that made me mad too. <laughs> yep. she, and so he brings a globe to her house and yells at her about like a. Uh, orbital patterns and gravity and everything like that that's like me at work. that is like so this comic looks like me at work yelling at people about the monetary yes. system this is you at like 14 <laughs> For uh, 14 till now <laughs> i'm assuming you had a bow tie back then i um, wish i had this the the style sense too i know it would have been too it's had that red right now i would have looked just like this kid too yeah, well, it's too late now that you're just about dead. I know. So well, well I'm not. I forget you're a redhead, Mike. I used to be. Hmm. For God punished me for my hubris. <laughs> Flew too close to the sun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this little one pager. So uh, he yells at her friend, and then she says, "Well, you know, if I was able to, sp- she spins a, a nickel on the table. It was a top? To- oh, it was a nickel, or was it a top? Yeah, it's a, it's a nickel or oh, a dime right, or something. Right, right. And uh, so she's like, "Well, I was able to keep it spinning, so uh, I must be pretty incredible in like a cosmic sense, which is a which is a degree of egotism that is almost unfounded. Technically, she is correct. She is a miracle of random chance." 
She is a thermodynamic miracle. Yeah. As we all learned in Watchmen. Well, I mean, that that's true. Life on Earth, like the, the conditions necessary for it to even remotely, not only form, but survive billions of years enough to adapt to its environment in a variety of ways is a miracle. It's a, it's a mathematical insanity that it's even remotely possible. So her attitude is fairly correct. Highly unlikely. There aren't aliens, guys. There aren't aliens. Probably not. If not, then we're probably the first because like four billion years of existence is not a long time. I have, a, I have a lot of passionate feelings about, re- about reason. <laughs> People are listening to me now. I, ever, I mean, I told you so and everybody, by the way. I've been just been like, hey, remember I told you that this is all a house of cards and this is all going to Yeah, but you, you've been, you, but you say that in a lot of specific Like you told me, I think five years ago, you were insistent that within a year of that time, there would be no more California. All right. As, as an inhabitable place, California would not exist. I'm and it's st- still going. Uh, yeah, yeah, all right. My time, my time may be a little off. But like, like, but if you if wrong. you predict if you predict every Mike's turning into one of those exactly. Mike's turning into a doomsday cult leader of where it happens, and then they go, "Okay, I misread it wrong. I was a yeah. year early." And then that whoa, year whoa. comes, and you go, "Wait, wait, 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 wait!" It turns out I mixed the numbers up. It's actually in ten years, and then it just keeps moving down the that line. That is who I feel at heart as a doomsday cult leader. I'm just not charging for dues. Can I keep a cult going that way? Yeah. Can you just keep Absolutely. pushing that back? Oh, I've watched oh, yeah, several sweet. documentaries about people having cults and just kept pushing oh, it man. back. It's either that or everyone kills themselves and some cult leaders don't have the stomach for that. Now we get into the second spirit comic. I'm excited about this one because it's actually got an arch villain. Yeah, we're name. actually here for the, the case of the bulky buzzard. But now the buzzard yeah. looks more buzzard-like. He does. And he's the buzzard named Julia. Uh, and he Aww. is the uh, Julia, or she, I suppose, is the pet of a dude named Mr. Carrion. Which is who, a uh, bit suspect. Like, why would you? Well, don't trust the guy named Mr. Carrion. Right? There's nothing trustworthy about this guy whatsoever. And yet everyone just no. keeps fucking trusting him. So yeah. he, he kind of looks like a hobo because he's got like patched up knees, but he's also got like a nice tie. He's like a fancy and he's hobo. Got a, yeah, he's a fancy hobo. He he's got a he's got a fuzzy pimp hat. Yeah, like I didn't realize he's it was... got a real specific look going. Yeah. Remember. Do you guys remember the episode of The Simpsons where the hobo gets all the money? Yeah. And then he ends up just he just looks mm-hmm. like a fancy hobo. Right. He lives yeah. in a That's solid. That's what I thought with this guy. Well, he is rich. Yeah. He's a solid. Like he's got he's, earrings. He a... And then he uh, yeah. So he lives in the solid gold house, like you said, but he's still yeah. asking for like spare change and to like shine shoes. Sure, he wants to shine his shoes. <laughs> I'll have. That's what he is. I, That's I, Mr. Carrion. I feel like some liver and onions. Still yeah. won't change his name, though. How about Smith? Just Mr. Smith. <laughs> he nope. could have lied. Nah, sticking with Carrion. He could have lied. Living the brand. He could have lied to everyone and said he had a different name. Kind of grow, yeah, grow that brand. <laughs> uh, and so the bit here is that Mr. Carrion is going to the houses of old women whose children have disappeared and promising to find the children or at least conduct a search in exchange for their life savings. Right, but in the windowsill uh, or on the ledge outside the window are these two young boys and they're like they're spying on this dude mm-hmm. trying to see what he's uh, doing. Yeah, two young offensively rendered children. So see, uh, where which one is supposed to be the black kid? I think I think no 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 this neither Ebony, of them. Ebony, this isn't Ebony White, but I do think that this kid in yellow is supposed to be Asian. He is. Okay. Okay. That's but that, it, that is absolutely 100%. Okay. Like, I don't and, see and, it. He just looks, this is not he looks like an angry kid <laughs> well he's he, he's he's got a thirst for justice like they both look like they're i thought they were like like brothers or something no 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 they're just they're just uh what like in Lashky twins children. because that's definitely an arnold schwarzenegger danny devito kind well, of comparison they're, there they're kind of dressed similar they both got the same colored hair both about four feet tall yeah, they, i just yeah. assume they're like two it's almost like they're both children right yeah. but like, i didn't suspect any well, uh, racism i didn't know that one was an asian kid i didn't have the background i mean 
in a way, we're all related because we're all God's children. So Agreed, 100%. There you go. God took your money, everybody. Yep. <laughs> you were jacking off. By the way, and doing this over Zoom means you can crank it uh, while we're recording. It's a, Rarely do we're we cranking it during the recordings. Now you can. <laughs> Nobody yeah. ran. We only cranked That's it. What, historically, we only cranked it on the Batman episodes. Let's do some sexy Jim Lee comics. I was about to. Well, <laughs> my suggestion was going to be if that if we're going to tell them this, you guys got to start talking way more sexy. James, you got to start reading this I comic was. way did more hear, sexy. Uh, did you hear everything I was saying about God? That doesn't get I you am, excited. You know what? And, and uh, I, you know, that's done that. That's done that for me for years now. But I think that the people want hey, more. I'm going to say to you what I've said to every girl I've ever had. I think I'm too silly to be sexy. You can't spell omnipotence without potence. Yep. <laughs> God, God is the sexiest man of all. So it turns out that one of these kids' name is Blubber, and uh, he's okay, one of. Uh, see, like, how, what race is that? I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. We're, we're, I didn't know where you guys. Well, this, got it was the, very the progressive of him to say, like, all right, I'm going to depict them in a very offensive way, but at least, at least they just have generic. You guys are telling me one of these kids is Asian, and I don't see it. Yeah, well, he just looks like a goofy kid. Well, his name is Blubber, and he's a friend of the spirit, but not a very good friend because the spirit doesn't have time for his shit. No, uh, is that his kid? No, I'm not gonna feed like, him. He doesn't have any money. So, so the spirit's out on a case. He's gonna go wine and dine some dames, maybe. Uh, oh, and yeah. the kid's like, "Hey, this Mister Carrion dude is is he, I I think he's running a scam on these old ladies." The spirit's like, "Are they hot?" He's like, "I don't care." <laughs> It's like, what's the bounty? Am I am I right? And he high fives his bartender. <laughs> Have you seen how expensive this place is to keep up? I live under a cemetery. Like you're not Go supposed dog. to be living there. Like the structurally, it doesn't hold together very well. Seepage, bro. Yeah, I'm getting just like <laughs> weird bile and bits of. I gotta skin. call the septic tank guy. <laughs> So uh, the spirit goes this, and uh, completely coincidentally, the spirit is actually working on the same case. So he probably should have talked to Blubber. Probably should have yeah. took him more seriously. But the kids have gone, and they've uh, they've been investigating. And one of them's getting attacked by Julia, Mister Carrion's pet buzzard. Right. He picked up the kid by the back of his yellow shirt, and he's just flying around in a circle. Mm -hmm. And then later, then he rips his skin off and consumes him. Yep. No, that doesn't. No, happen. no. Uh, off panel. Um, uh, and so then we, we assume that's what happens. So the spirit finds uh, Mr. Carrion, who does a pretty good pole vault right up a building for like a for like a tired old hobo. He's got no. Some, it's all it's that tramp life. He's, he's like always have to jump on a boxcar. He is like a German folktale scare the children villain. Oh I yeah, totally. He's a he's a grim fairy Mr. tale. Mr. Carrion, he's great. Um, and so he jumps up on this uh, rooftop, and the spirit's already there, and the spirit's like, yeah, dude. He's, he's like strong enough to push over. He does. Uh, he uh, pushes a, a chimney. chimney, a yeah. brick chimney, and it smacks the, the, the spirit in the back of the head, killing him. Because he should be dead. The spirit gets his <laughs> ass handed to him all the time. It's great. Um, <laughs> He's like, hey, hey, Mr. Karen, how are the widows and orphans doing? And he goes, oh, yeah, well, fuck you. And then dumps, dumps a, a chimney on him. The spirit had no idea something was wrong. He's like, um, damn, I should have just arrested him instead of talking shit. <laughs> So, so the spirit traces Carrion down to his headquarters, uh, breaks in. Already, though, he has brain damage from the, the chimney falling on him. Look at him, and yeah. Then, then he walks in and then immediately gets cracked in the back of the head. By Carrion's cane. Yeah, by Carrion's cane, and then uh, the buzzard uh, swings Blubber right into his back of his head. Like, mm -hmm. oh my god, this is brutal. His brains are his brains are oozing out of his uh, out of his nose at this point. So then, then the spirit snaps, and he leaps like, into the air. Yeah, <laughs> and he strangles but in midair. He strangles dead. Julia. Blubber straight up looks. Blubber's dead. probably dead. That's not his priority at this point. He hates his fucking bird. James, do you remember that story I told you about the uh, the six foot chicken? 
turkey. Yeah, the turkey. Yeah, that's what this reminded me of. Like I had a flashback yeah. of a fight. <laughs> if, you, if you go back to like the Mr. Miracle episode, like episode four, we tell a story about uh, Mike fighting a giant turkey man. Yeah, James doesn't believe me, but like I have. Witnesses. Well, we have a buddy that backed it up, so you know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't like, know like, this story. Yeah, we'll, we'll tell you. We'll tell you later. Um, yeah. So uh, then, the, uh, after after the spirit has successfully taken out his rage and strangled this buzzard, well, he broke its neck. Yeah, he destroys this buzzard. Yeah, and then he proceeds to just beat the shit out of this old hobo. But he saw him <laughs> leaping across roofs, so he knew this guy was like he could yeah. handle it. it wasn't right, just assaulting an old man. Then he's still well, money. From and him. he's not ageist. He he's treating him the exact same way that he'd treat any other criminal. Yeah, and then he just now realized that uh, Blubber's uh, head was cracked open, and smacking he, the yeah. spear in the back of the head. And he thinks maybe I should have uh, addressed the innocent victim before I let all my rage out and beat up all these people. And he's nah. like Blubber, great heavens! I look super Disney. Yeah, it's very Disney artwork. Uh, and then we get kind of just a page where not much happens. They they wait they're in the, in the hospital, hospital, but they're, they're they're not worried about paying for it because this is 1946. So yes, so there's Ebony White. You you tell me you didn't see this, Mike. You didn't notice I this didn't. kid? I didn't. Okay, wow. there it is. That's, there it is. It's it's not it, a good depiction. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, you guys are right. And then we find out at the end end of the book that uh, Mr. Carrion is alive, but he's all bandaged up, as is Julia, who has a splint on her neck. Yeah, because neck. apparently you can break the very thin bones of a bird in their neck, and they'll be fine Listen, as long as you tie them to a pole. I, you know, I have no idea if that's true or not. I mean, like it's it sounds logical. Sure. Birds were hardier in the 40s. Yeah, <laughs> not like today's birds eating their avocado toast. Back in my day, I'll lazy. be back. Birds have right jobs. Get a fucking job. Yeah, dude, this bird is more employed than most of the country right now. <laughs> Seriously. And then actually, and at the end, we actually this may be back up our theories about Mr. Carrion because he's hitching a ride. Yeah, yeah. He he's sitting on a he's rock. Right. He's got his thumb yeah. out. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> Um, and so that's he's, the end of that he's story. Not, he's not worried about 401ks and shit. So, so we're going <laughs> to... He's, so, he's, who's the real Who's the real prisoner here? Is um, it him? So we have then we have another non-Eisner story we'll whip through real quick uh, by a guy named maybe Bart Toomey might be the only credit I see. Uh, and it's a comic book or it's a comic strip called... Bart is, is my favorite dish. Bart I would like... I would like oh, the French Bartuni, please. Steaming bowl of Bartuni. That's such a dad joke. Yeah. I, I, you know. <laughs> um, That's so, the only dad sound we got. Yeah. Well, he's a, he's a good dad with all the cocaine. What so, do dads do? I don't know, man. Uh, they they leave. Than, mostly just I'm, leave. <laughs> I'm older than my father was when he had me. By a lot yeah, now. so am I. But that's just that's just the way it was. I was talking to my dad, and I was just like, "Hey, dad, you know, I'm a lot older than you were when you had me." He goes, "Yep." I go, "You know, when I was your age, I had no idea what I was doing." He goes, "Yeah, I didn't either." And I go, yeah. "Oh my god, yeah, parents I never don't know what they're that. doing." And I go, "Well, dad, is it so? I still feel like 15 in my mind. Do you feel still feel 15?" He goes, "Yep." Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, "God damn it, I listen to you." He goes, "Yeah." yeah you I can't tell you how many times I've been in charge of things at work and had someone come up to me and ask me serious questions and in my mind, the first thing that flashes in my head is, "Why are you asking me? I'm just a little boy." <laughs> yeah, yeah. That phrase never... is in my head all the time. "I'm just a little boy. Leave me alone." The cashier at the grocery store could be 15 and I'll say and I and I'll think that she's like, "Ma'am." <laughs> uh, excuse me, ma'am. Yeah, okay. that's just like, oh, you're the lady at the grocery store. Clearly, you're older than I am. You must be. Speaking, you have a job. Of, speaking of dumb children, uh, this is a guy named Honeybun, and yeah, uh, honey he looks like kind uh, of a 
Conan O'Brien thing he's got going on. Once again, looks like how I used to look if I had a bow tie. This is how God everybody damn. looked in the 40s, uh, 40s and yeah, 50s. I missed my time. I should have lived in the 40s. Bow ties I, and fedoras. I'm going to be completely honest. I did not read this because the little- It's about birds like, again. Tagline that they have is no matter how hard Honeybun tries to do right, he's always in wrong with his mother-in-law. <laughs> and I went, sucks. nope. And I scrolled away. Why? Right. I bet having a mother-in-law sucks. I wouldn't know, but <laughs> and none so, of us know. <laughs> the story here is very simple. Honeybun is a little is a kid who uh his mother-in-law hates him because that's what used to happen. And so he has in a order- beautiful wife and but he could but he can see what she's going to turn into by hanging out with his mother-in-law <laughs> and he wants to he wants and i think they live together so he's got to get the mother-in-law out of there if he wants to throw down and so he's like this <laughs> he's old already lady. Super, he's already super ginger too so he's got that working against he's, him he's bent up bad uh and so he's like well this old lady nobody wants to talk to her so uh why don't i just get her a damn parrot and she can talk to this parrot which isn't how parrots work like parrots will just repeat things you don't actually have a conversation like your 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 cognitive processing needs to be pretty low to have a conversation with a parrot. I don't know. There could be some smart parrots. I don't know. I, I they just repeat things that they've heard, which is what we find gonna, in this book. I'm going to YouTube smart parrots and I'll let okay, you. Okay, know. awesome. So uh, he goes and gets this parrot, but the parrot, uh, I guess, the parrot was in a play about criminals. It was, yeah, it was in like a gangster movie or yeah, something. Yeah, and so and, it picked but, up a bunch of bad words. But he stole the parrot. Did he pay for it, or he, he said, "I'll pay back. you later"? Well, yeah, it was a weird, convoluted thing where he had to like leave and come back in order for the story to work. So he had to like drop the parrot off, uh, leave it in the house, and then when his mother-in-law came home, he just heard the parrot saying all this kind of like '40s gangster shit. And so rather than investigate, they decided to call the cops. The cops show up with Tommy guns, by the way. Yeah, yeah, and they open fire on the Look at this. house. <laughs> Look I at mean, this. Fire. is that is that not what cops? do Tommy I mean guns? not with not with a white family no. no this looks like a militia like this does not look like the police <laughs> yeah there's a peaceful gathering of african-americans <laughs> yeah it's keystone cops uh and so they they break in and they see that it's just a parrot who's saying all this stuff and they go why we ought to throw you in jail you old lady <laughs> they arrest the parrot they're like don't worry man we caught the criminal <laughs> put little cuffs was it on andrew jackson who had the parrot that kept repeating swear words because andrew jackson swore all the time I don't know. Um, I don't that's know. a real story. Oh. Okay. Well, we'll yeah. look into that. Andrew Jackson? The president, yeah. Oh, the oh the oh the money guy. The I guy, didn't know him. The guy from the money. <laughs> the guy from the money. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that guy's that guy's awesome. I like that guy. And the trail of tears. You know that guy. Um, Chad Jolly. And so and so uh <laughs> the, the the mother-in-law freaks out and uh you know says i don't want this goddamn parrot and uh so he tries to return it but now uh dude, dude, dude no, like, she takes she palms the bottom of the parrot cage and just shoves it into his face yes. with the parrot in the cage yeah that parrot should be dead but it doesn't die he should be dead she's huge so she's got very strong calves a lot of a lot of forward momentum Dude, 1946. Um, She's been yeah. working. So, uh, <laughs> so Honeybun takes the parrot back to the pet shop. Pet shop's like, dude, I don't want it. Now he knows all this other stuff. He's saying, get the dough. And he knows all this awful vocabulary. I don't want him. You got to take him. So now, well, don't you know who my mother-in-law is? She was a riveter uh, for battleships during the <laughs> that war. Was Rosie? <laughs> Good lord. Uh, and so, She's like, strong enough to hold on to that that rivet device all day. Look at my face! She hit me with the cage. So Honeybun gets boned. Uh, he can't pawn off the parrot, but he still had to pay for it. And now the now the 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 parrot just calls him a bird brain all day. And uh, 
they just laugh at him for being a cuck. Ho, 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 ho. I'm so glad you married this man for his money, not his looks, clearly. Yep. And then she's like, I'm going to go see one of the other five boyfriends I'm seeing because it's the 40s and that was okay. Yeah, no one had it's, Facebook to, to get caught. If, if it's a mother-in-law, they're married. It's not boyfriend-girlfriend. That's what in-law No, means. no. She has a bunch of boyfriends. She has a bunch of boyfriends on the side, but... Right. I mean... Right. He, he doesn't, though. Honestly, these are children. He doesn't have anything, like, doesn't have anything going on. Honey Bun is like 14 years old. He looks 14, doesn't he, he? He shouldn't be dating, and she is clearly 16. <laughs> no, she's clearly 35. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's holding up well. Yeah. Did we ever, did we ever talk about this where we like looked at old photos of actors from like the 1940s and they're all like 25, but they look like they were 50? Yeah, we were looking at Cary Grant in Rearview Window, and he's a uh, rear window. Rear window. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of Hootie and the Blowfish, cracked Rearview. Sorry. I got my uh, That's even mixed worse. Up. That's worse than th- you just mixing it up. I, I was thinking of the Pearl Jam song. But Listen, okay, it's just as only want to be with you was the jam. <laughs> um, and then we have an ad for high power binoculars that'll let you see 18 miles, which they won't. I'll tell you right which now. You look won't. for look for queers and commies. Yes. Not in my neighborhood. <laughs> and then we got this stupid thing. This is another non-spirit one. Uh, the only uh, credit I can find is a guy named Al Stahl. We'll just whip through this really quick it's a really stupid but you know, i know Stanley. it's not because for, because earlier i was saying like about how crappy the infrastructure was and how they hope a hundred years from now it would look better this comic was fairly accurate for how like weird so, our modern society is this is a really silly like jetsons looking goofy cartoon but like this dude has completely revamped the infrastructure of this city with the uh intention of catching criminals and making traffic flow smoother um, right, but it's like that's kind of how we have it. Like buildings do have helicopter pads on top of them. There's like if you go like the downtown Chicago, there's like freeways and interstates everywhere. There is one tree. There's one tree, yeah. and we're still using uh, uh, gasoline-powered engines. So this guy is clearly in the pocket of a big oil company because <laughs> yeah, his whole the the, the whole he's idea never, here he's never heard of lithium ion batteries <laughs> so I, I applaud the city's efforts to lower crime here but you just gotta hire more cops or something like get better luck lo- get the cops that had the tommy guns from the other story or something instead they've spent billions of dollars on making the freeway system as complex as possible so that uh it's now 600 miles long to get out of the city and so uh if a criminal robs a bank uh they're gonna run out of gas before they can get out of the city you know i always wondered is um instead of giving people tickets for speeding how come we just don't have the cars like have a sensor that wherever you are the car can only go as fast as the speed limit because that's big brother right but that's a and the big brother would be well, enforcing the law there are instances where you have to like if every single car is coordinated on this then that's one thing but there are instances where like if you're going to the hospital you're allowed to speed or if you're trying to escape somebody who is trying to rear end you in some weird gangland shit you're allowed to speed well there's an override clearly you can just override it oh, I, I just have override on all the time <laughs> yeah but there's you're a, just uh, talking about cruise control but there's like a recording device that that way, if you do get pulled over, you can show the cops why what's going on. If you have a thing on all the time, they're like, you have this motherfucker on all the time. You're like, yeah, it doesn't feel as good. Uh, <laughs> pretty big brothery. I'm not I'm not liking this. It's a little oh, too dude. fascisty. Oh, oh, God. Um, but yeah, so they create this weird they spend billions on this weird Willy Wonka abomination and they catch a criminal and they go, well, that was worth it. He stole ninety five dollars from the bank and this cost us three point two billion. So yep. success. Makes sense. Uh, and that's. Uh, <laughs> 
So they figure instead of chasing him, they're going to just shut off the gas station so then he'll run out of gas. Yep. Fuck everyone else that needs gas. That's how we do it. All right. Right. So, then the city the city rises up against their fascism, wasting taxpayer dollars on a on a freeway infrastructure that wasn't needed, and they murder the police officer and that random guy who somehow <laughs> had control over the city's resources. Dude, were you even an architect? Like we probably should have asked you if you were an architect before we hired you for this. It looks I like did. you may be a mental patient who just faked designed until, the most he made it. Yeah, like he also had like a football inside his hat. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what they did. They wore footballs in their hats, as was the style of the time. This is a very old comic book. All right. So the last story, thank God to rescue us from this. We've got one more uh spirit comic book. Uh, it's called oh, Carrion's yeah. Rock, and it's I guess it's sort of a continuation of the previous one. Yep, it's so, uh, Mister or Doctor or whatever his name was, Carrion, the old man with the cane with the with the buzzard, managed yeah. to es- to escape to an island with another wanted criminal. And this time, the spirit is spelled out in clouds, uh, floating right. above the island. It's kind of fun. Yep, so Will Eisner on, is still giving his fuck you to Walt Disney. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and so that's got to be what's going on. Did they were did they secretly hate one another? No, I, what I could find, I couldn't find much on it. It looks like Walt Disney may have had the he may have been signing his that way first, but I can't really find like a feud. I think it was just coincidence. That was just that was hot on the street at the time. That sort of okay. weird bubbly lettering. I don't know. He's like people will think it's Disney and they'll buy it and I'll make some money. Um and so in this story, uh they're on an island called Scalpel's Island or Scalpel's yes. Yeah, it's uh Doctor Scalpel Doctor uh, Scalpel is hiding out on that island right he, he's uh malpractice most definitely. It's <laughs> definitely that's all it sounds like is that he's he's <laughs> yes. a shitty shitty he's, he's hiding. <laughs> So he's, I did some stuff yeah. in the name of in the name of science. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, and Doctor Scalpel has two P's, so you know it's not just like the instrument. Yeah, it's subtle. Yeah, it's so, like, I don't uh, know. <laughs> I'm not a supervillain. So I guess I guess this island is filled with like gold ore, but they can't mine it because he's a wanted criminal. Right. So we he needs to find too. some other way to do it. So Carrion has showed up with with uh, Julia, who's still uh, all bandaged up. Aww, and uh, poor Julia, she's just doing what she's told. Yeah, she just a scavenger. Her. Julia doesn't know she what's going on. Her daddy. So it turns out that uh, Carrion was on a ship with the spirit at some point, and uh, the spirit threw Carrion over the over the water into the water. Oh, he was. They were like taking him to like a. I don't know. Maybe they're taking him to like a prison or something. Weird maritime and he, law. And they hired the spirit to guard him, and he. Yeah, I thought attention. I thought it was that Carrion jumped. That he was on the same he ship did as. Jump. Yeah. Yeah, he did jump, but the spirit's been framed as if he threw him over. And they're yes, saying, like, well, okay. we technically we technically don't have any proof that Carrion committed any crimes, so you just threw a man over a boat. He's like, yeah, I got domino mass, dude. It means I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Dude, Dangerous I, vigilante. Maybe you should trust me after the 9,000 other criminals I brought in. He gets wrapped uh, into his face. Are you <laughs> questioning me? Whoa, spirit, <laughs> calm down. They lock the spirit up, but then he escapes, and he and Ebony White managed to get him off the boat onto a little dinghy a little life raft with a with a with an outboard motor so, so the they, inking the inking's the the coloring's all really screwed up so like yeah. so ebony white is the black kid that's supposed mm-hmm. to be super racist okay but see, you can understand why i didn't notice right yeah well the coloring is all screwed up you can't really even see his face in a lot of the panels so it's like, like for me it's just like a weird little sidekick that's adorable <laughs> what is what's adorable you're I so naive it. Oh, she was so innocent and pure. Oh, I, I assume the best of everyone. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so uh, Dr. Scalpel and uh, Carrion are de- developing a nice friendship until they realize who the other person is. 
My favorite part of Dr. Scalpel is his facial expressions in every single panel. He looks so satisfied with himself. <laughs> if this was a movie, I would hire the guy who played Newman from Seinfeld to play Dr. Yeah. Scalpel. Oh, that'd be I great. want Randy Newman to play him. Oh, I do too. Okay, I changed my mind. You're right. You're Randy right. Randy Newman okay. just released a uh, Stay Inside, Wash Your Hands song, by the way, if anybody <laughs> wants to go listen to that. <laughs> I don't. Oh, not kidding. A stay uh, Inside, <laughs> Wash Your Hands song. I'm down for that. So then uh, Carrion realizes that this whole island is full of gold. So if he can kill Scalpel, uh, he can maybe mine the gold. Whereas uh, Scalpel is thinking, well, if he can kill Carrion or frame Carrion for his own crimes, then uh, he can be a hero. I just uh, wish that he would rhyme everything so I could do. The oh, that'd be great. <laughs> do you the know, voice. <laughs> you know, there were uh, another thing. A lot of these Eisner spirit books had like weird concepts. Like some of them were in like rhyming verse, like the whole book, or it'd be like a cutaway of a house and each room was a panel of the story that told the story. Like there's a lot of cool stuff, not as much in this book, but there is a lot of cool stuff they did. So it wouldn't be out of line for him to have them rhyming, but not here. Because then you could do the Randy Newman voice. And you Randy could think Newman. Oh, mm -hmm. Hey. <laughs> I can't. Like, I'm full of ore. <laughs> He's a genius. You just got to say it. You just got to hold your nose and say it. It sounds like you're stuffed up. Yeah, that doesn't that's, work. That's the Randy uh, Newman voice. Are you sure you're not sleepy? Carry yeah. on. You're like your board. You got flying <laughs> in the sky. Yeah. See? It's good. It's a so genius. I love L.A. So like, the uh, 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 Doctor Scalpel and Carrion are playing and betraying one another, and while they're yeah. doing that, uh, the spirit <laughs> uh, with his raft gets on shore. And first thing he does, Julia he finds do? him, and the first thing he does is he grabs a rock and he kills Julia with <laughs> he it. He throws <laughs> a rock at Julia's head, nails him too. Like remember me, motherfucker, crack. <laughs> it's Good great. Shot. It's my favorite. That part made me laugh out loud. I love that. That he just immediately starts attacking I birds. I wish they were uh, like they made it really graphic and his head explodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rest of the comic. Is just watching him slowly die. Like, God, Will Eisner was going through some shit. He really hated birds. Yeah. Maybe his ex-wife like was one of those bird people and they got divorced and he's like yeah. super shitty about it. People had weird divorces back then, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you can divorce over birds. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm sure people have divorced over less. Yeah. If I got married and everything was normal and then my wife decided she wanted to be a bird person, the house got filled with birds, I'd get a divorce. That's fair. They're pooping on everything. Yeah. Just like I mentioned it before, but that great 12 Days of Christmas that Norm MacDonald did where he's calling the person who's he's like the recipient of all the weird uh, gifts and well, he's calling his girlfriend. He's going like, yeah, uh, I really needed a new hat. But thanks for the the partridge in the pear tree and you know the what, five is, French hens. This is like the third time we brought that up. It's such a great sketch. It's a great bit. James really likes Norm MacDonald. I do too. Yeah, he's, doing a, he's doing a quarantine show on YouTube right now. It's really funny. He like have guests on and like just be Norm MacDonald with weird people during quarantine in his house. Yeah, he's a weird guy. Goes broke a lot because he bets all his money on the ponies and only works when he has to. So awesome. he's always broke. God, so a lot of times he'll, a lot of times you'll see him pop up. Like he did these weird series of insurance ads a few years back, and it was just like, yeah, I'm broke. I guess I need to work for three months. And then he did it, and then he went back to not working. Dude, he would. I think he was one of the the Colonel Sanders, wasn't he? I think yeah. he was. Yeah, yeah, that's some money right there. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's all that was is just him just paying the bills. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, back to the story here. So uh, Carrion and uh, Scalpel realize that they're trying to betray each other. They get in a fight. The spirit arrives. Uh, Julia says, hey, motherfucker. And uh, just dive bombs onto the spirit's back and rips him up. <laughs> He's missing an eye now because yeah. of the rock. <laughs> and Scalpel's been killed. 
Yep. Spear just decides, I don't care about these guys. I didn't realize that Bird was still alive and just starts fighting with the bird. You're right. They have like a like a Dracula meets Frankenstein ending where during the battle, they fall off a cliff into the water. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, so they're they're on a, they're on the cliff of the of the island. Meanwhile, we see that Ebony White has uh, told everybody, "Hey, you know, uh, the spirit escaped. Wink, wink. We got to go find them, and they're going to bring the cops to uh, to the island." Do you all ever see those classic uh, Universal versus movies where they had like Wolfman versus Frankenstein or Dracula yeah. versus Wolfman? That is how all those movies end. It's like them in a fight, and then they're they're grappling, and they fall off a cliff. That it's is a the classic really? ending. Yes, oh, even, I've seen the yeah. I've seen the actual movies. I never saw the versus movies. Even in a- Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein, where Abbott and Costello meet all the <laughs> Universal monster movies. That's how it fucking ends. The fucking Dracula and the Wolfman fall off a cliff. I think it's also how the Good Son ends. Do you remember the Good Son <laughs> when no. Macaulay Culkin got serious? Uh, I remember that Macaulay Culkin was in a serious movie, but I didn't. Yeah, like, yeah, he, right, got, he, right yeah he, got, he got dropped right off of the cliff. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Is it good? No, 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 but they didn't both I'm, go over though. That's not what happened. I think it was like his dad his dad was holding him over the cliff no, his and mom. decided to, his mom was holding him over the cliff and decided to let him go because he was evil. No. What the so fuck? okay, so it's Elijah Wood and him are hanging over and Macaulay Culkin is yes. her son, but Elijah yes. Wood is I, I think they're still related, it's but he's not kid. evil. Yeah, exactly. And so she's literally having this like Sophie's choice moment of which kid is gonna die. Made the and right choice. She did make the right choice. Wow. Like, I'm sorry. I don't care about your blood bonds. That kid is evil. He is a sociopath. He's going to murder dozens of people. Then Elijah Wood is an adorable little elfin child. Like, he's going to be a scientist. I mean, you can always just make another kid. You can make another kid. <laughs> a dead kid and a live kid have the same number of cells. And that kid we played by Macaulay Culkin's little brother. But they don't because things atrophy. <laughs> Well, the cells go elsewhere, and they become. Listen, I don't know how cells work. Clearly, they fucked him up. Like that kid wouldn't have been that way if they didn't do something to screw him up. Well, you know, you, you get a mulligan Try once in a again. while. Try Some it. people um, are just born evil. No, they're so, not. They get molested. Yeah, they are. Oh no, <laughs> they get molested. No, bro. sometimes people are just fucked up in the head. Okay. <laughs> uh, Carrion uh, decides to uh, push another. He's got a lot of strength. This guy has a lot of leg strength. We've already yeah, seen dude. what he's done with the chimney. Look at his calf in the top he's, right corner, dude. That is some fucking tramping right there. He's so scrawny, but he, it's just really hyper-compressed nah. muscles. Look at all yeah. the definition of his calves. He's doing like, great. He's pushing over lots of rocks, clearly. Yeah. He's he, doing this a lot. He's pushing the spirit over, uh, over the ledge. He right? looks like Jay Leno. He does. Yeah. Evil Jay Leno with great calves. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Look at his, look at his butt in the, in the bottom a, left corner. It is a good ass shot. Dude, it he's doing those shot. hip lifts, you know, that you do on the floor. He's doing those every yep. day. And then, uh, so we see Scalpel goes and uh, tries to bash uh, Carrion's head in with a rock. Yeah, Carrion gives him a Goldberg spear. <laughs> uh, so Carrion uh, falls over the edge. We believe he's dead, but he ain't. Nope. And uh, they arrest Scalpel. Yep. Uh, Ebony White does something kind of offensive. Ebony White wears a sombrero and a po- and like a poncho for some reason, and that's it. And then Julia, uh, ever reliable Julia, pulls Carrion's body out of the water. Good. Yeah. Somehow with this the is the strongest physics. fucking bird in the world. And look at the goose egg on his head. Does, it doesn't even matter how Buzzard strong egg. it would be. <laughs> yeah. Right. It this is, is incredible. And, and I but mean, he, he he scratches out Scalpel's name and writes his own. He's like, "Yep, I guess I, I live on Gold Island now." Since I murdered that fucker. <laughs> well, he and got arrested. Really 
Mm. And then there's some ads to get jacked that didn't How to get work. jacked like a tramp? Tramp how to the tramp hypnotize people? <laughs> Man, you know what? Both of those things together is how you become Mr. Carrion. Yeah. He, he put in the hours. Nobody's saying he didn't work hard to look, get where he is. Look at the guy with the tie, like pointing at the pointing at you, going, Yes, you could hypnot you better fucking hypnotize people easily. You better fucking do it. Now watch, if we actually read this, it turns out it's L. Ron Hubbard or some shit. Yeah. I don't think he was alive yet, was he? He was alive in nineteen forty. He died in like the eighties. Oh, did he? I don't know a whole lot yeah. about Ron Hubbard, I don't think. I watched he that almost, documentary. He he almost caused a goddamn war because he was in the military. I don't remember if it was World War one or two but yeah good for him i'm a little jealous of that i've always wanted to do that so that's it uh what do we think of that excellent uh i give it five stars (laughs) shay i really enjoyed it i'm surprised i thought you guys would both hate this i well i did when i was reading it by myself because it was a horrible slog but then i found out it was super racist and now i enjoy it i don't know i i really enjoy darwin cook's run of the spirit so i already like the character so you know so right. uh yeah i don't I, I don't think this is the best example of the spirit or of eisner but you know that's kind of the fun of the show is like you don't know if you're gonna get the best so uh and those other honey bun really dragged things down no i, I got i got I, lo- I loved his sad life i got honey bun fatigue honey bun hangover i can only give it three out of five strangled birds <laughs> well i fucking hated that I'm going to find like a long stretch of that, like two hours worth and put it on MP3. And if I'm ever like around people, I'm listening to headphones and they'll be like, what are you listening to? I'll quickly play that and mm-hmm. then give them the earbuds and they'll just be like, it's just the sound of birds screaming. You guys realize this is what like the people did <laughs> outside of Waco in order to Wait. try and drive them out, right? Sure. Play How shit I, like that. If, if yeah. now, so what? Like they use Slayer to get Iraqi uh, rebels out of their holes. They do all kinds of stuff. Because they hate polyrhythms. I don't know if Slayer <laughs> used polyrhythms or not. Uh, it's super, it's super there's a, like i read a fan letter that they like someone wrote to slayer they were in the military and they were a tank driver and they said yeah i'll, I'll listen to slayer while i'm like blowing up cities in my tank and slayer's like you know all of our songs are anti-war right like what the yeah. fuck yeah slayer is kind of like good christian boys right <laughs> the, uh, the singer is actually yes no I, I wasn't joking yeah slayer actually has like christian roots and they're like dude we thought you guys knew we were joking uh no carrie king the guitar player was not joking he, like that yeah. dude is serious seriously evil like, yeah, he, he's just a, he, yeah, he's a dude who lives his gimmick for sure. Yeah. Uh, the closing plugs, you can follow us on Facebook. Great place to leave requests. Uh, Instagram at Darkside's Couch, DarkSidesCouch.com or wherever you get your podcast. You can leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. That would be just great. Uh, I think that's about it. Mike, what are we doing next time? Uh, we're doing Captain Planet and the Planeteers. Man, I wish I remember what the theme song sounded like so I would have sang it. Captain Planet, he's our hero. Wow, thanks, Jay. Gonna take pollution down, down to zero. zero. Did he oh, manage yeah. to take pollution down to he zero? He didn't. They all should be fired for their, for how, what, like, <laughs> it's nothing worked time. out. Yeah, nothing we're the Planeteers, out. and you can be one too, because saving our planet is the thing to do. Wow, Looting and polluting are not the way. Here's what Captain Planet has to say well, that's a lot of editing. The power is yours that cartoon didn't do shit to help anybody no created by ted turner everyone went to yep. everyone everyone went to business school 
All right, we can do this on the actual pl- Captain Planet. Oh, oh yeah, right, right. I can compl- uh, I can complain I about our way of life listen, guys, for a whole I episode. Can, I, I can sing the Captain Planet theme song in every episode. Surprisingly, you can't. Yeah, I, I yeah, we cannot like, do that. Yeah, we're gonna vote you down on that one hard. Yeah. It's Earth Day next week, so you can uh, we're talk about Captain Planet. Well, <laughs> yeah. fittingly, yeah, come come celebrate the planet that you're not allowed to interact with right now. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that's about it. Anybody else got anything else they want to add? No, I'm good. I don't right. see I don't see racism in comic books apparently. Apparently, stay inside. Don't talk to people. Go full on nerd hole. Tata cushion crusaders. Stay away from me. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. How you like that? Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. I saw you. Central City's own masked manhunter. You know you're worshipped by the kids. Anything you'd care to share with them? I killed an innocent bird. (gasps) 